Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Jared Brandon, the pickup gay. Hey, everybody, it's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs podcast. We are thrilled to death that you are listening to our show today, tonight, this morning, whatever it may be. Um, it has uh, been a lovely, lovely Day, day, that'll that'll work. <laughs> Insert word here. Yeah, we've got a very special guest on. Guest is who are you? Guest. This is uh, Patrick from Radio Mule. Patrick from Radio Mule. That's right. And you are out of uh, Tacoma, Washington, correct? That is correct. That's my dad's hometown. Huh. Oh, really? Yes, I still have some relatives there. It's beautiful there. So we've got uh, a great show ahead for you. And Patrick has some fantastic pedals and I think some news that we're probably sharing. Is that correct, Patrick? Yeah, yeah. We've, I've got, well. Well, don't tell I've it. Been, oh, no. Then, all right, then they're all not right, going right, to listen right. to the rest of the show. I've got some news. I don't know. That's, that's all I was going to say. I've got <laughs> some news. Perfect. That's um, called a teaser. Yes. Tony, yeah. if Before anybody we get started, is brand new to the show, yeah. tell them what this is about. We like on the guitar knobs to talk about gear specifically boutique gear we Mm -hmm. like to talk about pedals and amps and guitars and accessories and all the good stuff occasionally we have what jared loves the 101s where we learn stuff we learn things about stuff so yeah listen in we talk to people from all over the world Mm -hmm. it is true um, and for right now, we're going to talk amongst ourselves real quick. We've got a couple of announcements uh, yeah. that I want to get to. Uh, you know, we've had a fantastic influx of uh, listener, listeners sharing their, their thoughts and stuff. And I thought I would, uh, here's, I got another great one. Uh, and this is specifically about some things that we've been doing. Oh. And this is from Trevor Newman. Newman. And he says, hi, Guitar Knobs. Just wanted to say how I am enjoying the recent episodes. Hmm. I think there has been a step change in the presentation. Being from the UK, as I'm sure you are aware, sometimes we are not on the same page from a humor perspective. (laughs) 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 But there have been some real funny moments that have made me laugh, which hasn't really happened before. Well, that kind of makes me a little bit sad, I suppose. I don't think the Brits laugh, though. They just chuckle. Yes, they... They smile graciously. Yeah. Um, It's hard to eat the crunchy toast if you're laughing out loud. Ah, Speaking Uh, of toast. Yeah. Of London. Yes. Well, let's let's get into it. Uh, The addition of Rob has mixed things up a bit. He is so super serious about himself and his amp stuff. But it gives you guys more time to muck around. (laughs) To me, as someone who has little interest in boutique pedals... They are a sideshow uh, to the performance put on by you guys. <laughs> All right. Nice. I like that guy. I think we're more of the yeah. sideshow. <laughs> yeah. Freak uh, show, maybe. I think so. <laughs> I have been a small-time uh, guitar dealer trader for 45 years, wow. and at the end of my collecting oh. days, unlike Tony, uh, but I still like guitars and still trade them. He says, uh, I don't listen to every episode, well, maybe you'd be laughing more. That's if right. You were. That's right. Um, so I was surprised to hear you mention Clem Fandango. <laughs> is this a Toast of London reference? Yes, it is. <laughs> Good to hear Echo and the Bunnymen mentioned too. Went to see them a couple years ago. Also caught electrification when they were going. Anyways, 
Keep up the good work of entertaining me. <laughs> Yours, Trev or Trevor Newman. Also, that's a very British name. That's yes. one of the coolest yeah. fan letters I have ever, yeah. ever heard in my life. I think his Thanks middle name is probably Nigel. Trevor Nigel Newman. I Could bet. be. Yeah. Um, or Charles. Well, Trevor, thank you so much for sending that in. Hopefully you listen to this episode so, we, so you can hear us. Reading your thing. You he should will listen, listen to more of them. Yeah, listen to them all. Why yeah. not? Except the early ones. Your name's on the thing. For Pete's sakes. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that was the. Oh, that's that was cool. Just kind of a nice little a nice... share out. Yep. But we need to find out what's going on in our music world this week. And we're going to start off with uh, Anthony here. Yes. And then we're going to check in with our pal Patrick Baldwin of Radio Mule. Okay. You want me to start now? Do it, man. Okay. So this week, very, very exciting things. Woo! Um, I was delivered by Mr. John Esterly from Whoa, Rare. that's really weird because he's young. How did that happen? And then when did he become a... Oh, anyways. Delivery he is, doc? He is yes. not a pediatrician like, or an obstetrician. Well, they don't do that either unless under duress. <laughs> do you have to go way back in time? Yes. Anyhow, boy, you guys are, it's a tough crowd here. Come on, that's quick on the toes, man. All right. So anyhow, um, John dropped off uh, what we are calling the scooby Dooby Drive. Uh-huh. It is a drive pedal built into a mystery machine uh, game video game console uh these things it's were, really weird it's it's like a little it's a little box that you, you put used a to cartridge in yeah well no the cartridge was already in there uh there used to be a cord and stuff you no, actually saying you put a little you, you, you can could put, you could yes if i was ex- using correct english yes uh but this thing used to plug into a tv set and you'd play the scooby-doo uh, mystery machine video I game. You put a cartridge in and plug it in the telly. It will not work. <laughs> All the guts have been gotten out of. Right, okay. In their place, new guts have been placed in. And this is a really neat uh, drive pedal that, that John put. There's a little circuit board in here that he designed and had, had printed. And then he it's... used some very cool diodes that I'm told were similar to what... Uh, we're in some of the uh, so-called Klon uh, hmm, pedals. Interesting. So-called. Um, but anyhow, it's very cool. I love the way that it looks. We had a guest. I forget who the guest was that actually did a similar type of thing with the same type of controller. Uh, but with John, uh, I'm also working on, so the next one is going to be the Darth Phaser. Oh. And it's a Darth Vader control uh, thing. Mm-hmm. And has a big okay. has a big old Darth on it, and it's going to have a phaser circuit put into it. Wow! So we've got about four or five of these various little things, and you know, in, in John's spare time when he's not cranking out some really cool pedals, he's uh, putting these together for that. Him. Is super super cool. Are you going to post a picture on that? Uh, I think John already did post a picture well, of it. Well, you should too. Then you get double the fun, dum dum. Is that how that whole social media yeah. thing works? Yes. Wow, I never figured that would be like that. Yeah. Does it sound janky? No, it sounds great. I'm telling ya. Or that, you. Or is that a reference to uh, to uh, uh, Scooby Doo? Yes. That's oh. that's uh. Rory George. Stelma's, no, that's that's the that's Jetsons. Stelma's thing. Rory Raggy. Yeah. Rory Raggy. <laughs> Uh, that's that's really neat. Uh, I'm looking at it. It looks cool. Yeah. 
You can take it home and try it out if you'd like. It's actually, you know, the one thing that I was concerned about going into a plastic enclosure. Stepping on it. Well, stepping on it, one, but two, uh, the noise level. And this is a very quiet circuit. Mm. I, w- I, was, I was shocked that, you know, I fully expected not being in a metal enclosure that it was going to be noisy, and it's yeah. not. So good job, John Esterly. If, if it was super noisy or it didn't work, you know what would happen? Uh, I would just keep it, it anyhow. Oh. <laughs> Okay, Patrick, take it away. Yeah, like literally, get it, get us out of this. <laughs> um, my my musical world has been kind of slow the last few weeks. It's just been, um, well, I guess working on my news that I'm not sure if we want to share yet or not. Not yet. Uh, not, oh, yet. No, not, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, basically just building a bunch of news and um yeah other than that i you know you it's you were working on the release uh content correct yeah lots of lots of lots of video that i'm going to be working on i've been working on for about a week and i've got another week's worth of shooting because i'm slow and very bad at it wow um should be pretty cool yeah, another than that, use an uh, eight millimeter or something. You've got to get, <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> got to get it nah, developed. Kodak is running behind. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, um, no, I'm not that cool. No, another <laughs> than that, uh, just been just jamming. Uh, started a new band uh, pretty much this year, so I've been writing a bunch of songs and nice, nice stuff. What kind just, of music? Yeah, it's kind of. Um, Man, like, like, basically, it's all of our '90s influences, kind of, you know, punk and grunge and Jesus Jones, uh, stoner rock, and (laughs) just like, yeah, Kaja Goo Goo. I haven't heard that name since the '90s. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, like, uh, just, just, just like the most fun we can have playing guitar and drums and bass and nice. Yeah, three piece band, four piece band. Three-piece band. Nice, yeah. nice. More money at the end of the gig. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Split, split, that, split that 40 bucks no, three you ways. Don't, you just don't tell the bass player, that's all. <laughs> no, or the drummer. <laughs> don't tell the bass drummer. Bass player's like, man, someday we're going to get paid for this stuff. <laughs> that's what my bass player says. <laughs> oh, boy. That's really cool, man. Very, very fun. What, what's, the, what's your uh, band's name? Uh, we don't we don't have a, a name yet, but we're uh, either we're we're playing with uh, the name Yelm the band, or um, revisiting a joke name that me and the drummer have used for various silly projects throughout the years called the Touching. So <laughs> it might be either of those. Yeah. It might be none of those. Uh, can I throw in a recommendation? Sure. Young the Elder. I'm just saying, that's fun. Like, I think that would be. I would. I would go see a band called Young the Elder. I like that. Yeah, Tony, you could have that. I, okay, thank you. Because it'd be like out of Youngstown or something. Anyways, yeah, it could be. Jared, what about you, dude? Oh man! So every time, like, I get on social media, mm. that positive grid spark just pops up, and I'm like. I yell at it because I'm like, I already bought you. I already you have. Know you can turn that off, right? Uh, so anyway, uh, the, the <laughs> white one. That's a no. <laughs> yeah, that's a solid the no. Pearl, 
the pearl one kept coming up, and I'm like, okay, you got me, you got me. So I ordered the pearl. <laughs> the pearl color. So he, just, I, he can't help himself, can no. he? So I think maybe after I got that, maybe it'll go away now. No, because they right. come out with another limited edition that's... Uh, it'll bother me until I but, get it. But you got them in two different places now, which is cool. Yeah. The bathroom so and the kitchen. I'll have the white one. Yeah, I'll have one in the back room where the office is, and then I'll have one in the front room. Uh, actually, I'll probably just take one to Ohio. Mm. Uh, but they're super handy. I mean, not not I mean, we talk about them every dang episode. Um, yeah. But they, they do serve as a, a Bluetooth speaker. As well as all the, um, you know, the app just blows it up into a an awesome practice amp. It's it's a great machine. So I did that, and I've also been thinking about bringing back a half stack just for the fun of it. Mm. Because I I've been playing out of the two or three amps, a positive grid, of course, uh, to do all the cool features, but. I've By the got, way, none of this none of this talk is sponsored. Just so everybody knows that, like, yeah, this, what, yeah, what Jared's talking about. Is, like, I am not sponsoring this. Yeah, aside this from the contest, genuine. that was it. Very genuine. Uh, the contest is over. So, um, no, I've been thinking about bringing back my '73 JMP. Mm, uh, you a, should bring it back to my house. <laughs> probably not, and a uh, <laughs> probably not, <laughs> and an ox. Uh, attenuator. Yeah, well, you should have the ox, yeah. Mm, with, so. Especially with that JMP. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I have room in my house. Uh, just yeah, I know, buddy. Yeah. Patrick, have you, uh, do you use an ox? I do, yeah. Um, you know, me and my wife both work at home, so oh. it took about a week before she was like, yeah, you need to figure out a way to <laughs> do that more quietly. Make yeah. noise more quietly. So I was like, "Cool, I'll go spend a whole bunch of money." <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll the only show way you. to do that is <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's it's pretty great. Uh, though you guys have been selling that Spark amp pretty hard. I mean, and it sounds pretty rad. It's awesome, and you can give like if you if you just say like the uh, positive grid spark amp like five times near your phone you you will get like a coupon that's like 50 bucks off and if you use guitar <laughs> knobs all uppercase and the number 10 you'll save 10 bucks on your order you know as well. i didn't get that i didn't get that on the pearl pre-order. no, it, no doesn't, it, doesn't it doesn't work, doesn't work on the on pearl no just so. the standard yeah so yeah take advantage of the man and if you don't like it send it back but i guarantee you're gonna like it i think so. yeah i love mine you, you guys will love them trust me it's it's the ultimate tool. Well, how about you, Todd? Let me tell you, uh, I had a very exciting guitar week because more. Tell us I more. got my birthday present from April. April's her name? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, in, the, in the past, I, anyways. Uh, good one, Tony. Um, got me. Actually, got me. <laughs> I stumped him. Yeah, I stumped Todd. <laughs> um, I mean, to be fair, I I thought you were referring to a person named April. Ah, so. uh, there you well, go. And I there is one in my past, so I that did kind of like scramble my brain there for a second. <laughs> so, anyways, I got my super duper awesome custom made guitar that um, I designed. It's, it's called Vinny. Uh, you probably, hopefully, if you are following us on Instagram, you've seen it. Um, and uh, so I'm not going to necessarily blather on about that, but it was very exciting oh, to, yeah. to take it out. The first time I really got to plug it into an amp, my own rig was at my 
show. So it was like, oh, I didn't realize oh. you hadn't. You hadn't. That mm. was, you actually took it and I ran, took it, ran with it. We got we got it. Uh, you know, fixed up. We went back and, and you know just got it dialed in because I ran home. I was all excited and I said, hey Chase, got to dial in a few things. Um, one of the things was uh, I had to I had to switch the position of the strap button because it was like. Uh, it was on the back side of the upper horn. It was like kind of digging into my chest because I got yeah. strap locks. Yeah. So we lowered it and, and it was gravy after that. It was so nice. And um, But muscle memory, uh, you know, I will say I messed up a, a few more times than I would normally, which is never. Mm. Uh, just because, you know, my hand was like, hey, what, 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 what is all this about? So, um, but it was, it sounded great. It, I, it's a good-looking guitar, man, I'll tell you that. I was just so thrilled to be able to play that. Yeah, I saw it earlier, but I'm looking at it right now. It's pretty rad. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and so what I did mention on that post is I'm going I'm going to post, like, all the, spec, like the, the specs on it because I, I keep getting that, some questions about it, and I'm, I'm just going to take a couple more good pictures of it, and then t- uh, Chase is going to give me, the, like, all the good, dirty you know, rundown stuff on it. And I'll, I'll share that in the post. Is he allowed to build more of those? That's a very good question. And uh, I, I don't think he will because he, he and I, I wanted my design and he wanted to make it a little more his. And I said, no, please. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I wanted what I wanted. Yeah. And um, anyway, so, but that's, uh, I know, I don't know. I don't okay. know. It, that's not my choice. That's his choice. He is the builder and the owner. And so that's Chase Gullet of Gullet Guitar Co. Um, if you are interested in in seeing more of his work, I mean, he makes some absolutely Beautiful stunning stuff. guitars. Beautiful stuff. So, um, so there's that, and that was uh, that was my feely goody awesomeness of the week. Cool. So ta-da. So you screwed Yay. up the gig with a new guitar. I kind of did a little bit. <laughs> And I had a new drive section, so I just said, oh, what the hell? Let's just change the whole thing up. <laughs> but it worked out great. Cool. It was great. That's yeah. all that matters. All right. Hey, I'm always changing pedals to get the best sound. That's a good and idea. I'm, right. So I'm wondering, what are the best cables to use to hook everything up neatly and organizingly? I think you already know the answer, don't you? I know I know the answer because I already have the cables. What kind do you have? Wait, so this was a setup? It was his own setup. He's setting up his own setup. He's freestyling over there. Yeah. What do you have, Jared? I have Tour Gear Design cables. They are, hands down, the best cables I've ever used on pedals. Yeah. Are they reliable? They are extremely reliable. Are they affordable? They are are very affordable. Are they flat? Yes, they are, like a crepe. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you! Uh, that sounds delicious to you. Mm, Why don't you head on over crepes. to uh, tourgeardesigns.com forward slash discount forward slash the guitar knobs. You're going to save 10% on your tour gear patch cables. Legit, these things are fantastic. They're on all of our boards yep. and many of the people that we interview. Yes. And if you forget that link for whatever, just go to Tour Gear Designs and try it. I think you can probably enter in guitar knobs and the discount code. And if you still have a problem, contact them. They'll hook you up, okay? TourGearDesigns.com forward slash discount forward slash the guitar knobs. Save 10% on some fantastic equipment. Jared... Let me get a little bit of this. Okay. One, two, one, two, three. Four on the floor. All right. Patrick Baldwin from Radio Mule. What is your four on the floor? 
Alright, so I feel like I'm going to have one of the more boring four on the floors that I've I've heard from various people on your show, but uh good. here goes. Uh first off, um kind of the whole thing will probably show how nineties my influences are. Uh first off I have to have a big muff on my board. I just I don't think I've had a pedal board for more than a couple weeks that didn't have one. Uh, and I have a few to choose from, um, but I, I generally prefer a, uh, a Russian 80s style. So I've got the Noise Kick FX Reagan Fuzz, which is a Civil War Big Muff um, clone. It sounds pretty rad. Um, Who makes it a- again? Noise Kick FX. Noise Kick FX. That's a new one I'm not familiar with. I feel like they're out of like... North Carolina, maybe. Cool. Um, check but they're that super out. rad. They do a lot of. It, it's all. They're all. All their pedals are like point to point on Veroboard. Ooh. Um, and yeah, they're really cool. Good. Good prices, and it's a really great little big muff. Um, yeah, sounds good. Works for everything I do. Um, mm. The uh, the next one is going to be the Dunlop 95Q Wah, which is um, a Wah pedal, or a pedal that uh, all all Wah lovers hate and everybody else hates too, because it's a (laughs) Wah pedal. Um, It is is not a great Wah pedal, but um, it has a few features that I like a lot. It has a clean boost built into it. It has a uh, variable cue, so you can really kind of tune in how much or how aggressive the filter sound is. Um, and it has instant switching, which is uh, my favorite since I don't really use wah pedals. Like, um, you know, kind of, I don't really do like the Jimi Hendrix or kind of funk sort of thing with wahs. I tend to use them to create as much abrasive. Uh, noise as I can Mm -hmm. so um, I I often just use it to when I'll like have the big muff on and then um, just step on the fuzz or on the wah for like a half a second or something just to make it go a little bit crazy and filtery and and noisy Cool. and then step off so I can kind of keep switching back and forth with that so the instant switching it's kind of a, a must-have for me, and I think most people who like wah pedals don't aren't interested in that at all. Yeah, and but who and who's the maker of that one again? That's Dunlop. It's just a just a generic wah pedal. Otherwise, oh, well, all yeah. right. Yeah, I'm kind of so, with you on the wah pedal thing. Like, I, I I like I like being able to punch in the you know as. as you mentioned like the Q sound, but I I definitely don't like ride the you know ride it like you know Hammett or somebody. Right. Yeah. It's but yeah. Mostly I know it's maybe a little bit more cliche now than it was 20 years ago when I started playing with wah pedals. But like I I really kind of use it more as like a filter, right? Mm-hmm. To just kind of really punch some sound through in places. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. I, I like it. Um, I actually when I was trying to put this all together, I was just thinking of every uh or of the pedals i would need to play anything i've played in any of my bands over my very boring music career and i was like okay i probably need to get the wild again because i 
really like using it all over the place. So nice. Yeah, that's fun. Do uh, you uh, use the wah? I'm assuming you use it in front of everything. It's after I use it after the the any fuzz I have. Ah. I like I like to do fuzz, and then I like to have the wah in there to just because it's just nasty. Yeah. Like, it helps also just keep away from kind of that standard uh, wah. That's a, that's a good way to mix it up. Yeah. So number three on my board, and I actually did build this board and jammed with it a couple weeks ago. And it was really fun. Um, but number three on my board is uh, a old pedal that I actually stole from my dad um, quite a long time ago. It's a Guillotone PS102 Zoom Box Distortion. Um, it's a, it's a 1970s distortion plus clone with, uh, more headroom and bottom end. And it works great as a mild clean boost or overdrive. And, um, it's kind of chimey and fun and yeah, just really kind of a weird little distortion pedal that, that I don't think I've ever seen on anybody else's board. I think... Maybe the Edge from U2 used one a long time ago, but it's kind of unique, and yeah, I like it a lot. So. Very cool. Uh, that's the Zoom box, right? Or the yeah, yeah. You know what's interesting? I I just kind of like looked at that so I could get a visual, and you know what showed up was, uh, and it's on Reverb actually right now. You might want to grab it. It's the uh, it's a '70s. It's called a PS. 104 crossover auto wah and it's so it's a single punch in and it's a vintage japanese pedal that's basically what you just described yeah no they've got a they've got a few cool ones too yeah but, uh i that's i 159 i'm just saying yeah <laughs> 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 i uh i actually do troll reverb every once in a while looking for their the, everything from that line just because i someday have ideas of of buying all of them yeah, but, uh, it's, but yeah it's, it's I've been on kind of a trip of that myself, to be perfectly honest. I have been just looking at like weird old uh, Japanese uh, pedals and stuff. I think after I bought that uh, the Maxon phaser, I was like, or, um, uh, flanger. I was like, well, that was kind of fun. What is <laughs> what else did they make? <laughs> I mean, I know they got all the stuff. I would actually really like to get the pink delay. I think that would be really cool. At oh, some yeah, point, yeah. but uh, anyhow, uh, how about number four? And then number four for me is going to be the uh, Dan Electro Dan Echo, mm-hmm. which is a cheap um, digital delay that uh, you can probably pick up at any guitar center you ever walk into for like thirty bucks. Um, but I've it's like I've been through a lot of delay pedals. And I usually end up selling them. And for some reason, I have two of these now. Um, and they just kind of have the like perfect place in the mix for the way I play guitar. Mm-hmm. They sound just right. They don't get in the way. They aren't too subtle. Um, and then I've, I've modified them for self-oscillation and uh, a higher impedance uh 
uh, input buffer mm -hmm. so they don't uh, tone suck like you might expect with the uh, the stock ones. But mm. I yeah, it's it's again kind of a boring weird pedal, but I love it and it works perfectly for everything I do. So that con that's been on a couple times actually on the uh, on the floor. It has yeah yeah nice. that and the other one that was the the tape echo. The Dan Electro Tape Echo simulator. Oh yeah, the Real Echo or whatever. Yeah, Real yeah. Echo. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah, they made some cool stuff, and I think that uh, like I've I've dug through the circuit of the Dan Echo a few times, and like it's it's simple and straightforward, but I've looked at some some uh, boutique Echoes that were very similar, and I'm like, yeah, it, it works pretty well. So, cool. how do you like the button on that? Because that's always been like that's always made me nervous. Like in a gig situation. I just feel like I would fail that. I haven't had any problems with it, um, honestly. Like the you know, the 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 only thing I guess I don't like about it is that the footprint is so big and mm. weird. It's really mm. hard to squeeze it into a crowded board. Mm -hmm. But you know, if you're four on the floor, that's not a, a huge deal True. at all. Um, but yeah, it's actually I kind of like it because I I tend to get a little. Uh, a little clumsy when I'm playing, so I can really just kind of put a whole foot on the whole pedal, and I'll probably hit the button. So <laughs> works really well. Nice. Well, that's pretty fun. That wasn't that boring, man. Look, we got all excited <laughs> about several things. Um, and by the way, I went to go check out uh, the um, noise kick effects. Holy bazinga! Got to get them on the the show. Yeah, they've got some great stuff. Really fantastic stuff. I'm excited really about that. Really cool artwork too. Yes, that's yeah. kind of the exciting part, and they're all, they're all different. Wow. Yeah, I'm. This is this is super fun. Thanks for turning us on to that, man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's see here. Oh, man, you know, by the way, since we're talking about your gear and stuff, uh, we're gonna be moseying on into the uh, into the interview portion. Well, I, hey, we're already there, aren't we? But um, <laughs> I wanted to find out from you. Uh, this is always a, a fun and interesting. What is your you know uh, outside of these pedals what what is your main rig uh so my main rig i play um usually telecasters or jazz masters so i've got a couple of um a couple of jazz masters i've been playing mostly um and then i picked up a les paul this year les paul studio that i've been been playing um and then you know through whatever pedals I decide to use. Um, and then my main amp is a JTM 45 clone from a Tacoma builder um, called uh, Rolla Sound, I think. Um, they, but when I, when I bought it from him, he was selling as a Union Jack. So it's that a little, you know, JTM 45 into a 2x12 and cool yeah jared, jared likes that sound i do i mean who doesn't i mean that's a it's a great it's a great sound for yeah sure. uh, J jazz master into big muff into uh marshall is a is a okay sound in my book yeah kinda. that's a very yeah. north uh, uh pacific northwest sound <laughs> yeah definitely I mean. <laughs> uh so that that kind of sets us up for what you're building. So uh, for for those who have not 
gone and, and sought Radio Mule out at, by this stage, where can people find you? Um, RadioMule.com is the the main website. You can also find me on uh, Instagram, at Radio Mule. Um, I have a Twitter account that I never update and a Facebook account that I never update. Both mm-hmm. are Radio Mule as well. Um, and you can look for me on YouTube. I've got a bunch of videos on there of the pedals. As I build them, I like to create as many demos as I can to show off what they can do so awesome now you sent us two pedals um Mm -hmm. one of which is in your current line and uh tony and i have both had the uh pleasure and honor of playing uh can you uh talk to us about these ones and then we're going to get into how you uh actually let's let's do the um the the red pedal first if you want to kind of Tell us a bit about that. I'm sure Tony has a lot to chime in about. And um, and then we'll we'll wait to reveal this the second thing. We'll we'll learn a little bit more about you in between. So we're gonna have a Patrick sandwich here, I think. That's what we're saying. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Hold the Easy, mail. Jared. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so the the red pedal is is um, kind of I, you know, low key, it's my baby. Um, it's a very simple circuit that I kind of just stumbled upon when I was messing around with a breadboard, and um, it was it was weird because it was like I, you know, tend to approach any sound I'm gonna make or any pedal that I'm working on with like a sound in my head, but this was like something like i said i kind of stumbled upon it i had some other thing in my head at the time and came across i was like nope that's this is the right sound this is what i'm looking for so you uh, do you term this a, a fuzz pedal is that I'm, i do turn yeah it's a it's a fuzz pedal it like if you i know like most of the gain range it's more of just like a weird noisy boost mm-hmm. um but yeah once it gets up pretty high it is a really synthy um but still dynamic, fat fuzz pedal. Yeah. And you have you have one cool little switch on here uh, that actually I I I I'm you know, I'll be upfront with you I'm not a big fuzz guy, but mm-hmm. I like this pedal because I found that by you know changing out you know some of the levels and uh, the other is the expand uh, control uh, I I could get a nice. I think controllable overdrive sound, but this this little switch that it's labeled tone. Uh, why don't you explain a little bit about that? Because I found that pretty uh, effective in terms of uh, custom tailoring some sounds. Yeah, so the 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 tone switch uh, really just kind of switches between like a a pretty straight full range sound when you have it up top and then just a massive low end boost with the uh, switch down Um, which just when I first kind of put this thing together put a huge grin on my face like just how much how thick that was how fat it was so um, yeah it's you know, the whole thing is super simple, but it just works really well if I, you know, say so myself. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, that's I mean, I, 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 two things about it. I like the way that it looks. I love the little your your badge. Yeah, the it's it's like it's real it, simple it, it, and industrial looking. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. I was gonna say it's a very industrial look, but, um, and if the circuit is simple, so be it. I mean, it still sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, 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 mean, I like, guess if you wanted to, you could throw a couple more transistors and resistors and things in there and not hook them to anything if they. <laughs> Why bother? <laughs> I just say some of the what the the fuzz face is two transistors and a yeah. handful of resistors and yeah. capacitors, and that's the most famous fuzz pedal there is. Yeah, so. no doubt, no doubt. Dig it. Have you? Are you going to do any variations off of this? Like, do you, do you ever explore like? Yes, actually. Uh, it, the one of the other things and why it's kind of my baby is because I I have done a few just things for myself um or that were really fun to just like just kind of tweak a couple values or play around with the just with different thing different layouts on the circuit on the circuit board itself um and it really actually like lends itself to just simple modifications so i've got a couple of of ideas um, just in the, the actual form factor for this. And then um, I'm actually hoping maybe in the next year or two to expand it out into a bigger, uh, more interesting, well, not more interesting, but a bigger pedal with more stuff. Now you sent us a black one. I see it's also available in red. Is that, uh, are there any other colors that you plan to release? Nope, just the black and red. Um, I think when the blacks are all sold out, I'm gonna just stick with the the red finish. So hmm. that one's uh, that one's gonna be a limited limited finish. Any uh, particular reason why you're gonna stick with the red? Uh, I think it makes more sense. I uh, I initially was gonna, I initially wasn't even gonna do a red one, and then just found that uh, there was a red powder coat that I really liked. So oh, I was like, cool. oh, we'll try this one. Um, that one definitely. Uh, I don't know, it was just definitely more what I, like, when I look at it, I'm like, yeah, that one's pretty gorgeous, but yeah. um, the the You know it when you know it. Yeah, so. <laughs> are, are you doing all the powder coating yourself, or is that something that you uh, have found a really good source for? No, I'm uh, having Disaster Area mm -hmm. um, Designs does all of my fabrication for the... Um, enclosures so they've been a really great group to work with um they've really gone out of their way to help me figure out the kind of things i'm looking for to, to with enclosures and getting powder and everything figured out so they've been awesome that's cool how does uh, radio mule get started where where does first of all where that's a great name where'd you get that from um it uh it was just kind of a, a lot of time spent trying to come up with something that that hopefully embodied what I was trying to to do, what I was trying to to bring to guitar pedals, um, and also fitting a little bit of a, a joke in there. So, like, I, I with Radio Mule, the Mule part, I mostly was just like, I want you know, you got you mentioned that the, the kind of industrial look that's that's definitely on purpose i wanted to go for a very like mid-century industrial tooling sort of mm -hmm. feel um that kind of reliability um and then 
uh, the other the other option the other, the other side of it was that I have a lot of pedals. Most of my pedals, at some point or another, have uh, doubled as AM radios. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think we all know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so the little bit of a joke is that that it's a radio mule, right? It's it's it's. Uh, <laughs> Got it. Ideally, it never is, but you know, some of them, some of some pedals just do that. It's it's really strange. It is. It's strange, and it's unfortunate also when you go in to record with the favorite pedal that you typically use. Or you're at a show and you're like clicking, and then all of a sudden you're you get the baseball game and you're like, what? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's my that's my go-to pedal. Now what am I gonna do? Uh. Even in my house, sometimes like I'll switch outlets and different pedals will now be the AM radio. I'm like, what? Uh, what? That's a bizarre but, thing, man. Yeah. I really wish I understood why it does that, but I'm not an electronic genius. Uh, well, that's clever. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, so I grew up in, in Southern California, and every time I hear the word mule, the only thing I think of is there's an, er- there's an area called uh, Bishop in California near the, in the High Sierra area, and they have a festival called Mule Days. And we'd, we'd go through that uh, as a kid, going camping and stuff going on the way to High Sierras, and somehow we always landed there around Mule Days. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but so that always is a mule, Perhaps mule, 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 mule day is every, yeah, every other week. It's always mule day. Yeah. <laughs> it might be. There's not a lot going on there. So. <laughs> you Break know. out the mule. No offense if anybody's listening from Bishop. It's I do love that area. But uh, anyways, I have digressed. So let's go back to uh, music. Your let's you know, do that. You know, see how how you got into this. And what the what kind of influences and things like that? Yeah, so I mean, I guess it all like I kind of have always been around electronics and music. My dad was a radar technician in the Navy, and as a teenager, he was a um, computer hobbyist and an electronics hobbyist. So I grew up surrounded by boxes of capacitors and resistors <laughs> and transistors, um, and he was a he played guitar so. Um, plays guitar. I don't want to say he's like act like he's dead or something here. Um, but uh, he, you know, he would always play guitar when we were kids, and so we, you know, would listen pretty much nightly to his renditions of uh, Johnny Be Good and uh, Joy to the World. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and stuff like that. So like, I think being around all that, and then kind of about. At about the age of 11, I started uh, sneaking into his room and and stealing his guitar. Um, what kind of, I thought you said his, stinking into his room, and I'm like, I did that too. Sneaking. I still do that when I go visit him. <laughs> what kind of guitar was that? It was a Washburn acoustic. It's the, huh. um, that's the only one he or he's had that forever, my entire life. Um, really? So yeah. Sneak that one, and uh, his he had like a book of chords, and I would just kind of sit and teach myself how to how to play chords. Um, and then when I was sixteen or seventeen, got a job working um, construction, and saved up enough money to buy my my first electric guitar and amplifier, and then um, which found was? out that he had. Which it was uh, my first. Uh, let's see, my my first guitar was a Schecter C1 Plus, and the amplifier was some 
crate 100 watt <laughs> two by 12 Sweet. horrible hor- it had, it had a, it had a 90s baby it's it uh, it had a spring reverb and that's probably the first time i ever learned that you could um make thunder noises you, when you yeah knock. basically yeah it was <laughs> like i was like oh cool i can uh, i can just make this thing do things it's not supposed to do yeah. Um, by kicking it, and maybe that's not the best lesson to learn as a adolescent kid, but uh, you know, <laughs> it's kind of fun. It is fun. It's a lot of fun, mm-hmm. um, and it. De- I think that really informed the way I approached uh, pedals and guitar playing. Though, really, it was just like see what you can do that isn't correct and make it sound good. And yeah, an irreverent cool approach. Thing. Yeah. Um, but from there, like I, you know, I think I mentioned with the PS102, I, my dad had that and a couple of other pedals in a box in the attic. They were all broken, um, so oh. I started trying to tinker with them and and fix them. And uh, got online and started looking for schematics and information on how to fix guitar pedals or fix electronics. And you know, stumbled across various. Uh, forums um, that are all dedicated to, uh, to to building guitar effects and kind of that's where I first got my start in like just learning anything really about electronics. Um, Were you and, a quick study at that? I mean, did that come really naturally for you? No, I'm horrible at studying. <laughs> I am. I it on it. It took me. Like, cause I, I, I really have a hard time sometimes really focusing when I'm trying to learn something new. And it took me like, I don't know, probably 10 years to realize that like, I just need to like, let it sink in Mm -hmm. and come back to it in a a day or a week or a month. And it oftentimes it will click with me. So that kind of reminded me of uh, up in smoke real right there. Um, my, one of my favorite parts from up in smoke, the Cheech and Chong movie. Yeah, uh, and they're they got the they're driving back the van that's covered in weed, and the, and the guys, <laughs> how, how long were you in Mexico? And he's like, uh, a week. I mean a day. I mean a weekday. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, welcome to Taz Brain. Anyway. <laughs> a weekday. It's so. That's good. I that's love good. it. It's hilarious. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyways, please go on. Uh, yeah, but so anyway, yeah, so uh, kind of throughout, I don't know, for throughout my 20s um, into my early 30s, spent a lot of time, you know, playing bar gigs um, and kind of geeking out on guitar gear um, and, you know, spending what, what little money I had on used guitar pedals that were oftentimes broken and fixing them and occasionally flipping them. Uh, to, to buy better guitar pedals um, and occasionally keeping them because I like them a lot. Um, and then uh, then I also started kind of building my own like fuzz and overdrive pedals um, just for my own use and kept, had those for a while and figured, uh, you know, maybe this would be, maybe I could do some more interesting stuff. Um, and then... Uh, maybe a couple years ago, started getting a little more serious about 
my like designing my own circuits and um, really starting to learn electronics a little bit better. Um, and then got to March of last year and was kind of in the job hunting process and decided um, right as COVID was becoming a thing that I didn't maybe want a job right now. So um, decided instead to just do the start building pedals and dive into that head first and just go with it. Um, and that, that's when that I decided house, to start Was that pretty radio. scary or? Oh yeah. I, was, I mean like it was really scary for me cause I'm like, you know, when I, I'm talking with my wife and I'm like, I don't know what, like if this is going to be a good idea or like anything. And she's like, I'd really just need you to decide. Like I, she's like either. <laughs> that sounds I want you, I, I want you to be to do something. Uh, yeah. I want you to be happy and, and healthy and do what you want to do. We have, you know, we have enough money. We will, we're fine on that front. And so that was pretty, you know, which was pretty rad. And, uh, so yeah, I decided to just dive into this and, uh, yeah, it's, that's been it. It's wow. been fun and interesting and yeah. That's very cool. Uh, I out of curiosity, you know, when you were talking about learning all this stuff, I really identified with that because whenever I get really excited about something and I, and I start digging, oh, I need to learn all about this. Like I kind of have an issue with that of just getting really immersed and you know i i did i've done this in a couple different scenarios in life and then i'm just like yeah but i just want to do it i just want to do it i think i know enough i'm just going to do it mm. and and it and inevitably i just end up like hitting a wall or failing and then getting frustrated and stopping which is why i never was able to learn music like reading music or anything <laughs> like that it's just you know Forget it. There's no way. Can't like my brain is just like I'm not having it. Just go make noise, dude. Yeah, I mean, I I think um, my my learning to read music uh, education is the slowest of of all of my various things I'm trying to learn. I figured like I don't know in 40 years I'll I'll remember what the little dots on the yeah the thing are called. <laughs> I've learned like literally more Japanese in my life than I have mu actual music. I'm I'm, I'm dead serious. Like nice. Um, <laughs> it's it's kind of screwball. Anyways, my point being, when you were doing that, thank you, Tony's giving me the nod. And your point was, Todd. Yes, uh, that's why he's so good here. Um, and Jared would usually kick me under the table, but he's not. Uh, he's he's uh, his legs not quite that long. My point being that Correct. when you started learning this stuff. What was the maybe the biggest hurdle for you to get past um, when you were talking about uh, you know learning electronics and and digging into that? I you know some people get oh I I understand the connection part or I understand what the components are doing but I'm struggling with the layout. Like, where what was the maybe the the maybe the hardest part and the easiest part for you to understand? So the so the easiest part for me to understand was just like maybe not so much what the components were doing but but the building blocks of various sound right so like you know i've put together you know several 
hundred pedal boards. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like you really, you think through all of the things that your, your pedals are doing and it's in a lot of ways, the same with the designing a circuit. You have to think through what each little, uh, each little group of components is doing to, to, to your sound. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, for a while I got along pretty well with that, at least with, um, fixing stuff and, and, um, modifying pedals and whatnot. The biggest hurdle for me and the thing I actually resisted for a long time was trying to make the switch from this is what's happening to the sound to this is what's happening to the electrons. This is what's happening to the actual like electricity in the circuit, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, the hard part, I think, in general. Um, and I, I'm certainly no expert, but that when I decided that I was going to really start digging into this, that was a thing like, okay, I need to at least be able to, I don't know, use Ohm's law in a meaningful capacity and, you know, you know, figure out, actually understand like capacitors don't, they don't, they don't pass DC, they pass AC. What does that actually mean? How does that work? And, um, and just building sort of a, a even a basic grasp of that that took me a long time a to to even feel like it's something I should do and then b to really start to grasp and dig into mhm yeah i dig it that's very cool and it's very difficult and it's not that's uh, not something that people do wrap their heads around right away you know unfortunately yeah. there's a whole lot of content out there available for people who are trying to do that which there's you know a lot of our listeners um so grateful to those who are putting that content out there um we also have something on our table here that is uh really impressive and why don't you tell us about this beautiful white pedal here that uh, that beautiful white pedal you have there is high. It is a um, overdrive H I G H. Yeah, it it is very high. Uh, it's it's an overdrive and preamp. It's um, brand new. I've been working on it for in various forms for over a year, and um, really came from uh, my general um, dislike for other overdrive pedals, or not dislike, but disappointment with overdrive pedals. Um, I, I tend to always use overdrive pedals as a colorful clean boost and mm. use very, very little of the drive, if any, and found that most... Um, most overdrive pedals like your tube screamers or clawn or whatever else um, either had too much drive or too much color or too much of both. Um, and usually not enough low end was the other one. So what I, I tried to um, accomplish with high was to basically build the overdrive pedal that I had in my head that would be very very clean um with just mild overdrive mild uh saturation and and added harmonics and 
super uh, versatile building and it's so high has um like i said the drive channel or the drive uh control and then it has a two band eq um for your low end and high end that will both both uh cut and boost um you know bass and treble um which is then switchable um for different frequencies so you can really kind of tune the sound you want um and then it has an active volume control that can give you roughly uh, 12 dB of boost on top of everything else. So it can get really loud. Um, you can really kind of use it to emulate a lot of different um, overdrive pedals, or you can really craft your, your tone however you want. Um, it can, you know, I, I've, I use it sometimes to, to make my Marshall sound more fendery um or to just kind of create really massive low-end mid boost and overdrive it really hard and yeah it, it's uh, you know it, it was definitely like me searching for the overdrive pedal i wanted uh finding it and refining it and i'm super happy with it and super excited to get it out everybody can you explain a little bit about the uh the switches that you have uh, on the bass and the treble controls? Yeah, so the treble control is the, is the simplest one. It, it switches between uh, 600 hertz and 1.2 kilohertz, and it's a shelving uh, filter, which for people who may not be uh, aware of what that means, um, it essentially will boost or cut anything above those frequencies. So if you set it for 600 hertz, it's going to boost or cut everything above 600 hertz. Mm -hmm. um, so you get a lot of control out of that. Um, and you can, you know, with at 1.2 kilohertz, you can really add some sparkle. Um, at 600 hertz, you can add a bunch of, of uh, cut or, you know, you can really cut through a mix um, that way. Or you can, like, if you're too trebly, too bright, you can definitely turn it down and do the same thing. Um, the low channel, the bass, the um, bass uh, EQ control has two switches. Uh, the first one is similar. It's a you know you could switch between 150 hertz or 300 hertz as kind of your centering um, frequency for your bass, and, and it'll you know it works the same way. You 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 can turn it up or turn it down uh, about 12 dB, and then the uh, the other switch for the bass control switches between a shelving filter or a um, peaking filter or a bandpass filter. Um, so again, the shelving filter works the same way as the high end, except for low end, it will boost or cut anything below either 150 or 300 hertz. But with the um, bandpass filter uh, switched on, it will only it will uh, only f uh, boost or cut um, frequencies centered around the frequency that you chose. So you can switch it to 300 and really cut out a whole bunch of low mids and turn your Les Paul into kind of a Strat and get really funky. Um, or you can you know switch to 150 and boost uh, your kind of lows there and kind of really add a lot of uh, 
chunky girth to your to your power cords and whatnot, or whatever else you want to do. It's it 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 ends up being really versatile. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so in that in the one setting, it's almost acts like a parametric EQ at that point. Yeah, it's a very like kind of a basic parametric EQ. Um, I would I had thought about doing some more controls to to make that super uh you know so you could just tweak it but i wanted to do something i hope is fairly simple and really centers the the uh controls in a musical place so yeah well when i when i was trying this one out i mean that to me it was pretty self-explanatory and i mean your ears well you're a very smart (laughs) person well but i mean there was no real explanation, but other than, you know, there's some frequencies and things like that. But by, you know, playing around with it a little bit, you can really, again, much like the fuzz, you can custom tailor, uh, you know, different tones and things. So mm. I think it's cool. You can custom tailor it? You can custom tailor it. <laughs> custom so, tailor. Uh, That's extra tailor. Jared. Hi, Jared. Yeah, I, I have a question for our guy, Patrick, here. Yeah. I got to know, my friend. When is that pedal coming out? <laughs> that pedal is going to be available for sale October 15th. Ooh. Yeah. In the middle of next is this, month. Is this a pre-order or is it uh, whatever stock you have is going to run out? It will be whatever stock I have is going to run out. So I want to make sure wow. anybody who orders one, it'll go in the mail that weekend uh, so you can have it. It's quickly as that's possible cool. that's cool yeah i can get behind that um what was the yeah, forgive me what was the the main inspiration for this um like i said it was mostly just trying to find um the overdrive that i wanted and i think i think that's pretty common of anybody who designs an overdrive or plays overdrives like we all want something a little different. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, at, from there, I kind of really started digging into a lot of the, like more of the studio gear and preamps and EQs and stuff that I was more familiar with, um, or like slightly familiar with anyway, and kind of looked at a bunch of different, bunch of different schematics from stuff like Neve and um, SSL, things like that, um, and looked at a bunch of like hi-fi sort of uh, equipment as well, and really kind of dug into where, you know, what kind of stuff that was happening outside of maybe guitar mm-hmm. uh, electronics and guitar amps to find some, some interesting ideas. So I'm glad you answered it in that way, because that, that is, I didn't, I was kind of going to, like, what were the more, um, I guess, electric-based inspirations uh, beyond, like, I, you wanted to do your own overdrive pedal the way that you wanted it. So I'm glad that you touched on that, um, because I didn't frame that question up uh, good <laughs> enough for you. But I think uh, I realized that, like, halfway through answering Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I See, we're on the same wavelength. I like that. Is that... I, where does so the pedal the high h-i-g-h hi todd the high does that come from like hi-fi inspiration or yeah i mean 
it's funny yes it 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 really does it really really does come from hi-fi stuff and plague i don't know sometimes you know when you i don't know sometimes like when you name something um you just like oh yeah that's your name right like i you know obviously named several bands uh when i named radio mule i went through a whole bunch of stuff and then came up with Radio Mule. I'm like, oh yeah, that's your name. Yeah, you just know it. And so I was like going through Like Young the Elder. Young the Elder. Yeah, Todd, that's your name. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I was going through a bunch of different ideas and I don't remember exactly why I wrote that one down, but I would wrote it down and was like, oh yeah, that's your name. That was the name of the pedal. And... um. Yeah, I don't remember exactly why, but I just I do yeah. remember just having that moment where I'm like, "Yep, that's what I'm gonna call this pedal." That's cool. And that's that's super cool, man. It's a beaut. I mean, no, it's it's not beautiful. This is a damn handsome pedal. That's what this is. <laughs> so you right. got it. You got a Gorva box, right? Is that the mm-hmm. yeah? Yeah, it's the Gorva S90 mm-hmm. box there. It's uh, it looks like. A very high end pedal, not no. I'm not. That wasn't the the play. <laughs> like honestly, it it looks like a high end pedal, and it certainly sounds like that too. So you've done a you really fantastic funny. job with this. You're funny. Thank you. you. So, um, Patrick, uh, any anything uh, closing in closing with your official interview on our on our <laughs> on our podcast that that you would like to uh, say that you haven't said or leave us with. Uh, uh, I mean, I just um, really stoked to be here and talking to you guys. Um, well, we're I, not saying goodbye yet, so <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, no, I mean, oh, no, no, you're I don't know. Well, I, I gotta say some stuff, and Tony yeah. Baloney's got to yeah. say some stuff, right? Right, right. Do you have anything uh, else, I mean, the- <laughs> else in the works that uh, I mean, obviously, you've been working on, on high for you know over a year or so, I think you said, and yeah, um, I'm cooking? I I don't want to get too much into what else I I'm, I have cooking right now. Um, a lot of stuff is in pretty preliminary phases, uh, very much like on the back of a napkin sort of. Mm-hmm. Wait, you don't you point. don't think you can trust us? I uh, I don't I don't think I don't want to be like oh I'm I'm working on da 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 and then yeah no I one, mean, like, no one so, listens to this podcast come on I mean when I started yeah. working on on high it was mostly just an EQ right so yeah. like I don't want to be like oh I'm working on this thing and have anybody be like hey when's that thing gonna be done I'm like, oh no see that is never actually going to me happen because it's mutated entirely <laughs> yeah. so but the big the big thing is that. You are you have more offerings to come in the future, which is a great reason to step into a new brand. If you're not familiar with Radio Mule, there will be you'll get one of these. You'll be like, "Yep, yeah, I want some more from this guy." Yep, that's what you see on the business. It's on the back of the bu- your business card. I'm pretty sure. But um, yeah, you want more Radio Mule. <laughs> anyway, you never so, have enough. So one more time, that date that that's coming out. It's coming out October 15th. Um, there will be some more uh, stuff on Instagram and YouTube awesome. in the coming weeks. Although, if this is not being broadcast or this posted for a while, it may be. Should be in right the about that time. Weeks. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, uh, there'll be more information coming soon about that. But brilliant. I'm, yeah, super stoked. Yeah, a, a hell of a job on this, man. We're really well done on, on, on both of these things here. Thanks. Both of the old pedals. Um, we are going to visit our little buddy, uh, Jared, down in Nashville. He's going to take us on a trip real quick. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to play your favorite game on the Guitar Knobs podcast called Would You Rather? Ooh. Wow. That's a nice one, Jared. Nicely. Would you rather is going to be a little, little longer and more context to the to the would you rather. So buckle in, everybody. This mm-hmm. is from our good buddy, Mark Passe, which is Mark Page. So <laughs> you're, <laughs> yes. you're walking down the street in Cleveland. You're in the Clee Baby in Cleveland. And you stop by a local guitar show. Your spouse has limited you to $50 because she knows you have gas, which is guitar acquisition syndrome. Or do you stop you that Taco Bell? Uh, probably. <laughs> Both, in my case. You see three friends there. Our hosts of the show, Todd, Tony, and Jared, which, yes, uh, before COVID, you would typically see us at guitar shows. Yes. Tony and Jared both have their booths set up. There is a camera crew there for the local morning show. Oh, hi, Ohio. Hosted by Victoria Chase and Todd's band. Dirtly, dirtily, <laughs> dirty toddler and <laughs> and no vacuum cleaners. It's okay. going to perform a set on live TV in one hour. Yeah. One my, hour. My, the, the band's playing in an hour. That's it. You only have an hour. Todd asks you to join the band for the set since his second guitarist hasn't shown up yet. That really doesn't exist. Due to your car troubles, but the only guitar you can get your hands on is for 50 bucks at the show is a beat-up first-act guitar with super offensive graffiti on the pickguard and pickups that have a terrible, horrible buzz. So would you rather... Go to Tony to have him replace the pickguard or go to Jared to have him replace the pickups within that hour before showtime in front of the camera. No other changes could be made to the guitar since it's such a short amount of time before you're going on camera. So what would you rather have? Easy on the eyes guitar that doesn't have nasty profanity and the worst four letter words in the world on it or, or something else. A better sounding guitar, but you know you're gonna have to hide that profanity. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe you don't. That's that's the choice, isn't it? And that's the choice. It, it may it may be, you know, think of just whatever is the most offensive to you, is is on this pick guard. Uh, so <laughs> this is a very interesting one. Thank you, Mark Page, for sending that to us. Uh, this is very well thought out and very fun. So, Tanya, what are you doing? Ah, well, you know, as much as I love pick guards, yes, I think in order to make you happy, Todd, playing backup guitar for you <laughs> for your <laughs> yeah. outstanding lead work, yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. I'm going to uh, want a nicer You got to make sound. me shine. I, well, yeah, just, I got to thunk, 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 yeah. thunk, thunk, thunk. And, um, yeah, I mean, I to me, eh, you know, people will probably ignore the pick guard anyhow. What I might consider doing is just taking the freaking pick guard off completely. That's not an option. Okay. One or the other, my friend. Well, I'm going to go with the pickup. I would rather have a good sounding, uh, a guitar that sounds as good as it possibly can. There you go. I'll, I'll qualify that. Although some of the first act stuff isn't. Isn't too bad. It's a fifty dollars, so we don't know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, it's this a fifty dollar <laughs> guitar. Yeah, yeah. So there, I just get one of them pickups, wire it straight to the output jack, and call it a day. There you go. So that's what I'm doing. All right, uh, Tony. Or, uh, sorry. Yes, Todd. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Let's ask Jared what he thinks. I'm gonna go ahead and join good old Tony Balonski on Tony's Island. Uh, definitely gonna go with the pickup change. Uh, and wire it direct to the output. That's absolutely the best thing to do in this in this case. And uh, as far as the pick guard goes, I got these big giant hands. I'll just cover up that graffiti, the awful, profane, nasty, ugly words that I don't want other people to see and associate me with because mm-hmm. it's on the pick guard. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah, definitely going with the pickup. All right, sounds good. Uh, Patrick, how about yourself? Yeah, this is a this is a, a tough one just because like I'm not too I wouldn't actually be too worried about either one of those necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, you know, like part of me is just like it could be interesting to just have just the nastiest sounding pickups. So you've Ever. seen Todd's band before. Hey, hey. <laughs> I don't even know what kind of music I'm walking into, and you don't know what kind of music I play. So, like, if you don't like what I do, that is, that's your fault. This. Yeah. Um, that's fair. Yeah. But uh, I think, like, since I, either one is going to work out for me, I think I'm going to go also with the, uh, the pickups, because I, I walked in with only $50 to buy this first deck guitar. And if I put the new pickups in there, it's probably now what, like a $200 yeah, guitar. Exactly. Yeah. yeah like, return on investment is, is much higher. Yeah. You, you can get something that's decent for under 50 bucks. As far as a pickup goes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Todd, since it's your band, who, you know, who are you going to, let's say you're going to clone yourself, man. Switch out the pick guard. I gotta switch out the pick guard because you're all like, about image. I it's it's uh, it's gonna make a more lasting impression than than my guitar work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean if it's just buzzing, I'm gonna be making a bunch of racket anyways. Yeah. So why not, right? Yeah. Uh, and you know, I, I, it's one little like social slip up, like having some you know crazy racist thing or some horrible terrible no good very bad words all over your stuff or whatever it is that you accidentally say don't mean to say intentionally say whatever i mean that can that can tank whatever you're trying to do so i'm not about that and i don't i don't support that kind of negativity anyway so that's that's definitely not gonna make it on the front of my guitar all right you're such a good person peace and love (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, that was a pretty fun one. Thank you, Mark, for sending that in. If you've got a fantastical uh, would you rather that you would like us to read on air, we would love to do that. So make sure you send that to us. 
Uh, Tanya, what you got for us there? Well, you know, Todd, at this point of the show... Yes, a- we're rounding third. Just so Patrick knows, he's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> put a cork in this. Honestly, you only have about another hour and a half to go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Grab a snack while I talk. Yeah. Uh, at this point of the show, Todd, we like to thank a very special group of people. These are our executive producers. That's right. Now, you might be asking yourself, what's an executive producer? More importantly, how can I... John Q. Public become an mm-hmm. executive producer. Well, it's a quite simple. An executive producer is someone who helps make this show possible. You can go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs, check out a couple different levels in which you can participate, become a patron, a sponsor of this very podcast. Each level comes with a great bevy of thank you gifts, things like barefoot buttons, T-shirts, picks, stickers. Oh my goodness! Keychains. Did I say keychains? Yes, I said keychains. Good stuff. All the good stuff. Thanks to all of the amazing builders out there that send it to us to give to you. Yes. Big thanks to all of you who do that. Yes. But as an executive producer, you get all that great stuff. But there's one thing more. Jared, let the people know what that is. They get to have their name read on the thing. The name read on the thing. Their name. (laughs) What was that? He said, do it. Wow, that was scary. That frightened me. Do it. That's what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to read these names. So special thanks to these executive producers. Mr. Tom Brazen. Darren Gregory. Doug Crist. Ken Sayers, Brian Robison, Michael Senchuk, Stefan Lamb, Anthony Lathrop, John Anglin, Brad Partridge, John Esterley, Justin Jones, James White, Matt Hart, Bill Golagatas, Richard Kendall, Tyg Harmon, John Jackson, Jason Rausch, Gary Cooper, Mark Garten, Elad Mazrahi, Magadi, Trevor Gunberg, Rick Calhoun, Anthony Gemalero. John Helverson, and Drew Lopez. Ah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Did I say thank you? Yep. Yeah. Oh, Todd, don't interrupt me. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's more. We also have, in addition to those executive producers, a, how shall we say, upper echelon Mm -hmm. of executive producers. We call our grand poobas. Yeah. These folks really are the cornerstone of the podcast. Mm-hmm. They get a special fez to wear upon their head whilst listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a great, great thing. So special, special, special thanks to these grand poobas. Jonathan Jurusic, Corey Nigro, David Kaminga, Science of Sound, Cody Foster, Sean S. Tommy Manasco, Adam Johnson, Steve Keys, Tim Nowak, Tyler Rines, James Pennington, LSJ Music Company, John Williams, Johnny Morales, Mel Sanders, Bob Crouch, Sam Jett, Michio Murakishi, Martin Cliff, Hex Matos, Michael Van Zant, and although we said that he was new last time, let's say it again, Andrew DeHaan. That is correct, Amundo. 
Hey, thank you all so very much for keeping our little show afloat. It, yeah. me, it does really mean the world to us. Thank you. Uh, yeah. All right. We are... We, Patrick, where can people find your stuff and go buy this amazing pedal in early October? Uh, you'll be able to find uh, everything that's for sale at radiomule.com, and I will be posting... Lots of information about this pedal and about the other pedals that I sell on my Instagram, um, at Radio Mule. Um, there'll be some stuff on Facebook, possibly, uh, Twitter as well, both at Radio Mule. And find me on YouTube. Search awesome. For Radio Mule. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tony, how about yourself? Head over to PickGuardian.com. Check out some of the things that I do, some things you can buy right off the website. But by and large, what I do is custom work. So she like, would, like the pickguard on Vinny. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Vinny's pickguard. Yeah, yeah. Gold sparkle. Ooh. It's got to be gold and sparkly if it's for Todd. Mm -hmm. uh, but shoot me an email. Let me know what you need, what you're thinking, uh, what you're putting together, what you want to change out. Uh, who knows? I might even have some good advice for you. But mm -hmm. uh, pickguardian.com, check it out. All right. Jared, about yourself. Well, if you want to ask me any pickup questions, please feel free to do so. Get a hold of me through the Guitar Knobs social medias. Mm -hmm. And soon he'll have his own. Maybe. And uh, you can shoot me an email, Todd at theguitarnobs.com. We would love to hear your thoughts and questions and whatever else. Send us your would-you-rathers. We would definitely like to get those. And uh, you can DM me or the rest of the fellas on Instagram, at guitarnobs. Uh, Patrick, it has been a pleasure and an honor talking to you, and uh, we're really stoked about uh, you know not only the, the the pedals you've already created, but this new high pedal, really really fantastic. So um, congratulations to you and continued success, my friend. Thank you. I'm I'm really happy to be here and really happy to release high to everybody soon. So awesome, and uh, for the rest of you. Have a fantastic guitar week and subscribe! Aww. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad Tony said it, not me, so he could be wrong. I wasn't so stupid, as a matter of fact. Uh, I'm, on, I'm on the older side of the younger side. Oh. Probably when I started going, like, why am I waking up feeling hungover when I didn't drink? <laughs> Tony! Okay, let me backtrack and make myself look pretty here. Buddy. This is awful here. Okay, bye. Patrick, let's... Patrick! Is it, is it me? So oh we don't go, hey, Jared, what's up with that thing? Tony, a baloney! Uh, Tony. Hi. Tony, redo the... Or, I mean, Todd, like, redo the... My brain needs a damn reset. <laughs> All right, Patrick, you see, you, you're seeing behind the curtain, my friend. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Hey, Jared, what's up with that thing? Nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. Now, see, now i got to take that out. <laughs> oh, boy. Let me get a little bit of that. Or this. <laughs> got you want to try it again, one Jared? and a half jobs. All right, damn it. Let's do it again. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, get get all that uh, goat cheese out of there. Oh. <laughs>
Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash theguitarknobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at guitarknobs. Catch you next time.